everyone, Dave and Jeff. It is March 1st, 2021, and uh, let me ask you, it sounds dumb every time. I joke around most of the time when I tell you the date, and I go, can you believe it? Yep. You know, obviously, calendar wars work the same my entire lives. But are you one of those that goes, two things. One is, it seems like the year is moving fast. Yes. Two is... Are you looking forward to things getting back to normal? And three, did you like like kind of like the quarantine thing? No, I didn't like the quarantine thing at all because so many things I do, I do them with my kids. So I am a calendar guy, Dave, because Sunday nights I bring my kids home. And it sucks, man. Anybody who's been through a divorce, you know it. When you have to drop your kids off, uh, it's always a drag because I'm down here Monday night. I see them Tuesday. We're back here Wednesday. I see them Thursday. But on Sunday night, you pretty much get home at like 8.15. And, and one, if not both of them, have been with me pretty much every minute since Friday afternoon. So it's uh, it's an adjustment. But what I laugh with them in the car about every Sunday night is how quickly days fly by. Yeah, And we always kind of count backwards. And so last night, for me, I was looking at Wednesday night, Costa was here. Thursday night, we went to the drive-in for the Olympic documentary. Was that a drive-in? Yeah, at a drive-in. Really? We'll tell you that in a okay. second. And then Friday, Saturday, I hung out with them, and then it was Sunday night. But yeah. I was like, shit, if, if the night with Costa had been Monday, we're here at Friday. Like, yeah. weeks. And I, I think for any people that have been lucky enough to work during this time, for me, Dave, it is so goddamn busy for my team and I that we get in at 8, and I swear, you look up, and it's 11.45, and I have to send all these dudes to lunch, and then I look up, and it's 2 o'clock, and then we look up, and it's 5.30, and you're like, I, I was saying to my buddy today, I go, dude, you could tell me it was 10.30 right yeah. now, and I would believe you, and it's 5.30. So, yeah, time flies by, and Dave, you mentioned March 1st. We never do this. And I'm embarrassed to say we never do it, and we should do it. Today is March 1st, and for all of you that subscribe to this show on Patreon, you get a receipt. And today you get a receipt that says, hey, your $5 has been there. And we never say thank you. Yeah. And I was thinking about that today. And and as much as we joke around, a lot of you, you don't have to do it, any of you. The the 200 or, or however many of you do it and help this show maintain i just want to say thank you and dave i know you do too uh it's the first and that five bucks came out of your account today for us and we appreciate it a lot so thank you very much it's pretty cool and uh we appreciate all of you you know who i really appreciate are the people that actually change the amount that they pay even though it's five dollars some people have upped it to fifteen dollars and i go I that's have, extremely nice i haven't seen that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not joking i didn't say that shit. yeah i'm not kidding it's so funny to me and i'll get a note going Hey, so and so is paying you fifteen a month, and I was like, "We, we didn't ask them to, but yeah. it is extremely nice." No, honestly, I do appreciate every everybody. One of the things I said to you a year ago, I don't know if you remember this, but I said what I would like to do in twenty twenty one is mm -hmm. create a listener hall of fame. Yes, for this show, I love that. And um, maybe we decide on on August first, yeah, you know, since the love anniversary it. of the show, that we do our first initial hall of fame class. I love it. Tell me how many people we're putting in. I don't know. Do we go as high as five? If we do one a year, we aren't going to get to everyone. We'll be dead. Well, I think what I would like to do, how about this? I would like for the initial year coming up, so this would be year 23. No shit. I'd like to put 23 people in wow. the first. Then, moving forward, we can do five a year. 
But okay. I would like the initial class to be. I think we could easily do oh, twenty three. Yes. Yeah, and 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 you know it, it the the Brian Currys, the Dan Williams, the Flugs, you guys are automatically in, but but you're not going to count against the twenty three. Can we do that? Fine with me. All right, that's good. So you guys better be on your best behavior. <laughs> actually, actually, I would say so many of them are at their best when they're on their worst behavior, <laughs> which leads me to something. I This bugged me all day. Okay. This has bugged me all day. So I went, and every now and then I pick up the New York Post, and I pick it up, and there is a longtime TV columnist named Phil Mushnick. Yeah. He's written for the Post probably for 40 years. He's the biggest pain in the ass... And he hates everything, and everything sucks, and right, he hates rap music, so when the weekend was the halftime show, that was awful, and everything's this, right? He's just constantly looking for a cause. But today he wrote a column, and I, I got to bring this up, and I, I would love people to respond to this if you feel so inclined to do so. He was talking about the fact that Pat McAfee is now on Mad Dog Radio. Yeah. On Sirius XM. And the point that Phil made in his column was, man, McAfee's show feels like it's ninth grade radio because every other word is the F word. And he said, what does that say about you as a broadcaster if you can't get away from that? And I immediately, like anybody would do, flash to this show. Of course. Now, when I think back to when we started this, there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on for me personally, kind of dealing with people that were passing away and divorce and depression and a lot of anger issues, I'm very, very happy to say that as we sit here tonight, all of those, as we're here, are under control. But when I look back, David, with those shows, there was so much, at least from my standpoint, there was so much anger involved that I didn't care about anybody. But now I sit there and I think... I. The first person I flashed to today was Geekster, who has been so great to this show, has been such a supporter. And I'm sitting there thinking, Dave, you and I did 20 years of radio where we never cussed at all. And are we doing a disservice to us and to this audience because we just sitting here on a Monday night? We're not even drinking. No. We're not even drinking beers. No. Are we doing a disservice? I understand if an occasional cuss word slips out. Costa said, can we cuss here? And sometimes to emphasize the point, sure. But do you and I need to do a better job as a service? And I'm not even BSing. Uh, okay. I almost cussed right there. <laughs> I almost cussed right there. How great would that have been? Okay. Here's uh, my thinking. All let right. me hear it. I'm going to let you, people behind the curtain on this. That Jeff asked this question. Here's the deal. We do a show, and by the time Jeff is in his car across the street, it is up. Yeah. For the most part, it is up, okay? Yeah. Meaning we don't edit shit. Nothing gets edited. And that's what I like best about this show. Yeah. Is that this is as real as it gets. A lot of times, like just now, when we started the show and I talked to you about March 1st, I didn't sit there and told Jeff, no, hey, let me touch on March nothing. 1st before you start talking. We have no idea. Okay. I walk in here, we check the mics, we do a level check, and we go. And that's my favorite thing is that this is the way our phone conversations are when yeah. we talk to each other. Haven't seen so, you since Wednesday night when Mike was here. No. And we didn't talk to each other on the phone. Or, I don't even know if we even text each other. No notes. No. Nope. Nothing in front. Never. So my thing is this is as real as our relationship is. We yeah. swear. In real life, we <laughs> swear. And there's I no, got it. There's no editing. So I, the minute you make me start thinking 
about broadcasting that to me the show changes and, and that's yeah. just we, we did it the right way or the broadcast way for a long time and it wasn't like we we're on the verge of saying fuck but there are a lot of things we had to do that was what the company wanted to do yeah this is our show this is what we do i got it and so i, I don't want to change my mom tells me we swear too much and i go i don't care don't listen yeah i just don't care I, i'm honestly one of these guys that believe there are certain words that are hurtful yeah but saying fucking shit aren't them there's yeah. a big difference of cussing and cussing at somebody. Well, I I know, and and here's the thing, Dave. For me, that we are so incredibly fortunate, and I I don't know what coach's relationship is with his audience or anybody else. All I know is what this audience is, and this particular show's been through a lot. Yes, and this audience has always been there to push us back up. But there was a part, and it happened. I literally read the Mushnick column two minutes after I got the email because Dave and I have a, well, I do. I have a Patreon subscription. We don't get it for free. So, no, we don't. I, I listened through Josh, who has one, yeah. and then you have one. Yeah, so we pay five bucks, too. Yeah. And so sometimes you just want to listen back, and you make a joke. You're like, hey, did I push it? So you want to hear it. Make fun of Dave about the levels. So... I got the email with the receipt, and then I sat down and read it. I'll just say this. I remember when Stern went to SiriusXM, and I felt like Gary Delabate, more than anybody, yeah. was cussing just to cuss because he had that freedom. And if it happens in the course of the conversation, so be it. I agree with you. But I'm going to try to be a little bit more cognizant <laughs> of it just because – not about me, Dave. You're going to change because some guy who you've never respected your entire life True. today said got in you, my head. said you're all messed up. He got in my head. And completely. now you're going to listen to this jerk off? You just I, said you didn't respect one thing he ever did. No, I I've never have. <laughs> what I, are you doing? Because He's I He's in your head. Oh, Much uh, like oh, in your head. Completely. Oh, I'm not running from that. I'm not running from I'm that. I'm not running from Phil <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get you a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to ask, I want to tell you the other thing I've done. I've had the most productive afternoon since 5.30. Today? Today! Wow. And it's right now, it's only 7.46. It's been unbelievable. <laughs> All right, here's a couple of things. i got a couple of questions for you. Here's the first thing that I did. I was looking through, you're going to laugh because I've done this a thousand times. God, I cannot stand... When I have to find somebody's number and I start scrolling and I go, I never talk to any of these people. Yeah. Dave, I purged 35 people out of my phone today. Jeez. 35 people. Now, I will say, I won't mention any names okay, on the air. Are you mad at these people or you just haven't Not spoken to them all. in years and you said, I'm never going to need this number? Never going to need this okay. number. Yeah, no, none of them. No anger at all. A lot of times it's been anger. Oh, I've yeah. Been with no, you. no, I remember. Yes. Breakups or whatever else. No, none of that. People we worked with. Yes. <laughs> Be like our boss, current boss at the radio <laughs> station we're at. Fuck this guy. He's out. He's out. Block him. Mute him. 35 numbers. Dave, if you were to go through your phone tonight, because often I will ask you, hey, do you have this guy's number? If if I said to you tonight, Dave, you know what? Why don't you purge that phone? If you were, How many contacts do you have in there, do you think? Oh, dude, thousands. Do you really? Yeah, I do. I, I don't ever erase a number. Uh, you know, I'm down to like 100 numbers in my phone. That's kind of crazy. You know what's yeah. weird is that I'll go through a number, I'll go look for somebody, mm -hmm. and then I will go, oh, fuck, I have that guy's number on my phone. Like, yeah. like some of the crazy, I'll, tell, I'll give you three crazy ones Let me hear to me. In my, like my three craziest numbers I have on my phone. 
I have Jim Brown. <laughs> I have Ron Artest. Wow. I have Jawan Howard, who only has one Love loss, that. head coach in Michigan. Remember Jawan Howard yes. used to come on when he was at the Heat? He was cool yes. as shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now, here's the funniest thing. Okay. Anytime I text Steve Woods, yeah. I always text Darren Woodson at the Cowboys first. See? And then That's I, exactly my fear. That's I, why I purged 35 numbers. And today. I was like, well, I should just get rid of Darren Woodson. But I'm like, why would I get rid of a Hall of Famer's number out of my phone? But couldn't you transfer those? Probably you have an iPhone. Yeah. You could probably transfer those to like an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. Well, right? Yeah. Why would I do that? So you don't text Darren Woodson and be, hey, fuckface. I'm walk around with 80 pieces of paper. What am I no. doing, doing that shit for? No. But put it. I have that thing that we stole if from I, 1090. If I had decent eyesight, then yeah. I wouldn't be texting Darren Woodson asking him, how's Bo doing? <laughs> when we were at 1090, they gave us the printout, and I still have it. I think it was Bulldogs, and then it became Kaplan's phone list. <laughs> so thank you, Kaplan. I don't know that we've ever called anybody on there, but it's kind of a fun phone book to have. I got that printed out. Oh, that's funny. All right, that was the first thing. Purge 35 people. I was you felt like, better about yourself? Yeah, <laughs> because I'm always afraid, Dave, that I'm going to text somebody like you or Woods or Costa and hit somebody wrong. Yeah. And be like, hey, idiot. Uh, excuse me. This is Roger Goodell. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I meant to send that to Aaron Creasy. Well, you're an idiot too, Roger. All right, this is the other thing. I went through this all weekend. I can't believe you have 100 numbers in your phone. That's it. Yeah, it might be less. Oh, my gosh. Um, What's wrong with you? Nothing. Like you're dumping Facebook and Instagram. You're dumping everything, and because, now you just get rid of people. Okay, I'm a, let me bring this up. Thank you for mentioning it. <laughs> I got rid of Facebook. I think you're having a breakdown. <laughs> no, Dave. It's, it, I think what's the opposite of that? I think I, I think I saw the light. Oh, boy. I have gotten rid of Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. But every now and then, all I did was uh, disable the accounts. Because every now and then, you can go in, and I will check Facebook memories. And yesterday with my sons, one of the memories that came up was a story from when they were six years old, and I made them breakfast. And I brought my son Jack a waffle. And I put it in front of him, and he stared at it. And I said, what's the problem? And he goes, there's six pieces. And I said, okay. And he goes, mom cuts in eight. It was like the Yogi Berra pizza. Yeah. I said, Jack. <laughs> I said, it doesn't matter if I cut it in six pieces or 30 pieces. It's all the same. And again, he's six years old. He goes, I couldn't eat 30 pieces. And Oh, he is Yogi Berra. Yeah. And then Kate jumps in and goes, uh, he's wondering where the other two pieces are. I said, well, he asked me in English. I was able to understand. Kate says, okay. So we're sitting there, and I'm reading this conversation to them, and they are dying. They love it, right? Because it's all dopey stuff yeah. about when they're kids, and I like seeing that. But then it's the same every day. It's the same 20 people, and you know exactly who I'm talking about. Every day it's, hey, you're special. And when I look in the mirror and I see you, I say to yourself, you're special and you matter. And if nobody else, and you're like, no, you don't. You're fucking saying it on Facebook to yourself. And then you scroll down a little bit, right? And it's somebody making corn on the grill. You're like, ah, all right. And then here comes person again, but I'm seeing their message from Friday. You know what? Today's the day 
that you're going to remind yourself you're dynamite. I go, I'm not missing anything. I am not missing anything. And so, yeah, like I get it. Whatever you need to get through the day. And dynamite. Then, and then I got the people that are like, boy, I tell you what, if you don't think the world's a better place since Joe Biden got sworn in, just drop me as a friend right now. I go, well, I don't know. Because <laughs> ga gas prices went up a lot. I, I mean, I don't know if that's Joe's fault or whatever. And then you scroll down two more. If you don't think this world is completely jacked up since Trump left, you can drop me. I go, well, I don't know. I'm still working. I mean, gas prices. And you just go, this is just all garbage. It's all garbage. Oh, it is all garbage. Facebook is garbage. But I tell you, my favorite thing about Facebook is that people that I actually care about, it reminds me when their birthdays are. <laughs> That's true. And then I sit there and don't feel like an asshole when I go, holy shit, how did I miss their birthday? You want to hear a funny one about yeah. Facebook the other day? So there's a guy on Facebook, and I don't, really don't know him. He's a friend of a friend of ours. Okay, I'm not going to say his name. And he got remarried. Okay. okay. This guy did. And again, the guy that I'm not so sure I even know. Yeah. And he married a girl, and he cannot stop showing her tits on Facebook. Well, see, not, I like that. Not not, not fair tits, but I mean, everything's out, always. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not one to complain, so. Right. Bernie Wilson writes me on the side. Hey, do you know this guy? I see you're friends with him, too. I go, not really, but his wife's tits are on my Facebook about five times a week. Am I friends with this guy? And so, I, well, you don't have Facebook, so you miss okay. out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so, I... I I said to Bernie, I go, that's that's it. So I keep him on there. And he goes, yeah, fucking he drives me crazy, but you're right. If he's going to show those tits, I'm going to keep looking. That's a good man. <laughs> See how we solved that problem? You guys did. But I don't, I like Twitter. It's funny. I was, I was really sick of Twitter. Yeah. And then I got rid, I realized, I realized Twitter wasn't the problem. What was the problem? The problem was I had bought into all the BS minutia in Instagram. What a wonderful day at the flower fields. Shut up. Nobody cares. Lived here 40 years, never been so bored in my life that one day I had to go to the flower fields in like a ninth grade uh, agriculture <laughs> class. Oh, so great to be in Carlsbad. Everything's in full blossom. Oh, sorry about what I said earlier. Fuck off, you fucking douche. Nobody goes to the flower fields. Hey, I got to tell you, I'm out here just having a walk in Palma Valley. Man, the avocados look dynamite. Shut up. <laughs> so as soon as I got rid of Instagram and then Facebook, I told you, yeah. the one person, you know what? Yeah. Today's the day you're going to be reminded that you're fantastic. And if nobody else sees it, well, then that's on them. Ah, shut up. <laughs> but then I come to Twitter and it's all kicking you. Dude, nonstop. And I go, yes, these are my people. I don't like all the reminding everybody how great we are, people. I like the people that are like, hey, Dave, stick it. <laughs> dude. All right. Most of the time, dude, it's just like. Just to get a reaction, okay? Yeah. And then today I got one that kind of stopped me in my tracks. It wasn't any fun. You know who called me out today? Who? Tony Gwynn Jr. For what? He goes, oh, for your idiot Dodger takes? He, I, I don't know. I didn't even look to see which one it was. I think it was that I said the brown uniforms are ugly. That's it. And he just went, Dave, I love you, but you're a hater. And I went, <laughs> fuck. 
Like I was like, that one hurt a little bit. I was like, I don't <laughs> want to piss off Tony Gwynn Jr. There's you know, a, there's always one, right? Yeah, and I was like, all the other ones, fuck you guys. Let me tell you, most of you pieces of shit that tell me off every day or tell me to eat shit first thing in the morning, <laughs> I look where you're from. Fucking Portland, fucking Dallas, <laughs> fucking Tampa. You guys don't even live here. Don't give me the loyal to the Portland. soil. Yeah, I'm like, put shut your, the fuck up. Put your rain slicker on, Portland. But I'm like, God dang, I've known Tony Gwynn Jr. since he was like nine. There's always one. Yeah, and that was that one. That's was, the one that, that stopped me. I don't think I tweeted the rest of the day. I just was like, all right, I'll just put my phone away. I, I, All right, you mentioned Tony Gwynn. Yesterday was the first broadcast with Tony Gwynn Jr. and Jesse Agler. Yes. Padre broadcast. Fun. Yes. Fun to be driving around. I thought, you know what? One incredibly cool thing for Ted Leitner to do, who I was thinking about yesterday, first time in... What, 40 years at least? 41, I think. Where Ted's not there at spring yeah. training. And Ted wrote a really cool tweet that I, without even talking to either guy, know how much it had to have meant to both guys. For Ted to say, of course, I would love to be in Peoria, but I'm really enjoying Jesse and Junior. And you go, dang, man, that's how you do it. Very cool, right? It's how you do it publicly. Right. Do I think it was sincere? No. No. <laughs> He wants to still be there right now. Of course he does. But he doesn't He doesn't have any axe to grind against those no, two guys. No, those guys didn't force him out. So then today, Dave, I get in the car, and on AM570, Tim Neverett, <laughs> calling Dodger baseball. He sucks, just like your team sucks. Dude, I, I don't like him, dude. He sucks. It was Tim Neverett. Where did I, they find that guy? He came from, uh, I think it was with the Rockies, and then he went to Pittsburgh, and then he was with Boston for a while. Okay. God dang it. And the thing is, he's not a bad broadcaster. No, I just he don't like kind of, him. <laughs> like he went to broadcasting school. Yeah. Like he went up there with Bulldog Tatino. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Columbia School of Broadcasting. I'm glad you brought this up. I, okay. I listened to a lot of baseball this weekend and today. So then I go from 570 to 830. Angel okay. Baseball. Terry Smith is there. Sounded great. Dude, a long time dude that we've known a long time. Okay, that's funny you say long that. Long time dude we've known a long time. That yeah. was my Dick Calvert right there. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Very pleasant. Good evening, everybody. Okay. okay. So I, I left the house, and Josh was watching Angels White Sox, and he's listening to Terry Smith. And he says to me tonight, he goes, holy shit, that was the worst I've ever heard and a worst game I've ever seen with two teams that I've interest in. One, the White Sox are supposed to be good. Two is yeah. the Angels have guys that we follow, but holy fuck. I, and, dude, I'm with him on Terry Smith. I think what? Terry Smith has gotten terrible since uh. Terry Callis died. He's trying to be Harry Callis hey, all the oh, time. Oh, you know what? I, you know what, Dave? I can see that. Yep. It, it drives me nuts because you weren't Harry Callis. You were good before. Here. Yeah. Doing all the calls. You oh, were good before. God. Why change? Right. Okay, I can and see Nick that. And Nick Canepa yelled at Josh when he tweeted that out. He goes, hey, Nick Canepa yelled at me. Good. Um, And then I go to 97.3. And 97.3 has the coach and Brennan on. And to me. Good ball club. Does he ever say the word team? Everything's ball club. No. Why are those guys on? Why are those guys on? Okay, if, that's, I'm glad I was going to bring that up to you. If Why? Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete are off the air, I don't know what 830 runs, they're off the air. This is as big a year for the Padres as any I can remember in my 40 years. Couldn't agree more. You cannot tell me that Coach and Brennan are much more interesting than a game. Today was Paddock. You wanted to hear Paddock coming back 
Everybody wants to know. Again, Dave, I get it. It's spring Dave, training. It doesn't matter who's pitching. It could be you. Yeah. You want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear every pitch of every spring training game yeah. because I want to hear about C.J. Abrams. I want to hear about Ona. I want to hear all these guys. And it said, hey, well, let's go out to the uh, hotline. Great to have with us head coach at who knows, right? <laughs> hey, we got, we got Stump the Coach coming on. And I go, who's running the show over there? It's so stupid. It is. Put them on every pitch, every game, and you will kill it. It's all about the numbers. We will be on there every pitch of every yeah, game. That's where I would have been. I, I would have been what, listening. What, we're trying to get the 300 guys that listen to Coach's show not to go away? We're going to lose those guys? Give me a goddamn break. It's so minor league over there. and uh, Dude, I'm with you. What the fuck? That's all we want to hear. Every pitch, every game, yes. you are if the Dodger if you want to beat the Dodgers, be better than the Dodgers. Dodgers every pitch on 570 because they know yeah. nobody gives a shit about Rodney and Rogan. Nobody cares what coach and Brennan have to say. Put the goddamn game on. God, it's so stupid. And I know that Tody Woods would be like, hey, we're carrying Thursday night's game. Shut up. Nobody asked you. It's far too late, asshole. I wanted to hear Paddock today. Well, if you go to the app, no, just go to 97.3. That's what we should be doing. Right, Dave? Yes. I'm, We're not agree- Toronto. It's funny you say that because today I made a purchase just because of that reason. I went and bought that MLB.com thing. Yeah, it's right? great. And I've never had How much? it before. It was 25 bucks a month. And I'm oh, like, I, don't even think, I think you paid too much. Like seven ninety nine a month. Well, today it was twenty five dollars, twenty four ninety nine. I think today, that's for the year. I hope it's for the year. Either way, I bought the motherfucker, and you know what? I already have the baseball package when yep. the regular games go on. But I was like, I want to see everything. Yeah. And so I'm like, the, right now they're running highlights of the Dodger game on TV. I watch this fucking game. I'm flipping back and forth all over the place all day. And I was like, this was fantastic for me. I know the yeah. game doesn't mean shit, and I know there are guys that nobody knows who are playing. I wanted to see. I, I'm a huge baseball fan, more so this year than any time in my life. I know a lot of people and, will I, like and it. I and I paid for it. I was like, "Fuck it!" But I, I can't believe the hometown station when they have a pot of gold in their hand aren't fucking showing us what's going on. Uh, I hate to tell you this. I wish you would have said something last week. You may have given away twenty five bucks because you might be able to get all the games through the SiriusXM app. Son of a bitch! Sorry. Son, but I, well, I was watching. I'm watching the games. No, I know you're watching. Yoka. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not just listening. I'm watching. Like, I, you cl- can click on each game and watch each game. Yeah, love that yeah. thing. Okay, that and, thing's really cool. And I was like, fuck it. I go, how much is yeah. a tank of gas? I go, fucking 70 bucks, 60 right. bucks. Okay, so yeah, if you're sitting here, yeah. that's different. So yeah. a- anyway, I was I was, I was, was all in. And this is what I realized today. I always tell Josh this whenever he has a broadcasting question. Like, I don't fucking know. Ask Jeff who that is. Like, who is this, who's yeah. this guy? I, go, I don't know. Ask Jeff. Is I think every color commentator has to have Tourette's. Yeah, I'm watching the Red Sox. Jerry Remy, okay? Oh, boy. Now, here you go. That's pitch. Whoever the play-by-play guy is. is Dave, Dave O'Brien. O'Brien. Backstabber. Go. <laughs> that's what I hear. He goes. And that's pitch number 51. And here's Jerry Remy. And the last one. And I was like, dude, calm down. Well, cut. What are you yelling? Easy. And <laughs> We're in Florida. <laughs> dude, every guy, I start to realize, yeah. starts doing the Jerry Remy. They have to scream it. Calm down. Uh, What's going on over there? I'm going to remind all of you because to, uh, Wednesday is the first game on Fox Sports San Diego. 
how okay. those guys weren't on yesterday is a huge that whiff. That was my next thing I was going to bring up. How can that be? Huge whiff. Everybody was on TV yesterday but the Padres. But the Padres, right? Is Orsillo back there on the yeah. boat? Can Stripe Seba? Hey, got a big Seabass today. Hey, thanks. Okay, Jacques Cousteau, get your ass to Peoria. Let's am, go. Am Put I the only one on. that gets pissed off when I see Orsillo on social media wearing navy blue? I'm like, hey, fucker, we're brown now. God, Don. Don? They, they give you the shit for free. Throw all your blue stuff away. He goes, that's all my old Red Sox stuff. It's comfortable. Reminds me of Tito. How? Okay. I guarantee you, I said this two weeks ago, and none of you paid attention, so I'll say it again. Tomorrow, if you've cut the cord and you have Hulu or Sling or YouTube TV, you're not going to get it. No Fox Sports San Diego on there. Still. So, Still, so you better start blowing those guys up, sending emails, both of them, to get a deal done. But if you're getting ready and looking forward to it, I don't know, for Cox or Spectrum, whatever, I think those are just the only two uh, local cables. But if you want to see them, nothing's really seems to be moving on that. So you may have to check into Cox or Spectrum about whatever their cheapest, but you're going to have to rent that box to get them. But, uh, yeah, if you want to watch Pottery Baseball, those. Now, that's the one thing about the streaming, Dave, that I like is that if it pisses you off, you're like, all right, we'll see you later. Or yeah. And I don't know, Dave, like that thing that you got today from MLB, I don't know how that works as far as blackouts go. It's funny. It says out of market, okay? But okay. it said on there, click the teams you want to follow. So I clicked Padres, Dodgers, Angels, mm-hmm. okay? It didn't lock me off of Padres. So I, I don't know why, but maybe because it's spring training. Who knows? But maybe. now they were playing. Who they play today? The Pub? Cubs. Could you yeah, watch Cubs. that game? Cubs. No, I, Cubs I, I, broadcast. I, I, I was gone by the time that game was gone. Okay. So I, I didn't see it. Is um, so I, I'll let you know tomorrow if if I'm yeah. able to watch the pods. But yeah, it didn't say you can't get the pods when I clicked it. But yesterday, as I'm flipping around at twelve o'clock, and you want to see the first pitch and the and the whole thing, you go and they got tennis on. Yeah. Live from the Kemper Arena <laughs> in Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Popeye's Chicken Open. Hi, everybody. I'm still open. Hi, everybody. It's Phil Stone and Bobby Riggs. Like, what? <laughs> what? The hell am I watching? I'm going to tell you another thing, too. Yeah. I'm already sick of Tommy Fam. That's what I was going to say next. What the hell's going on tonight? Everything you say, I was about to say it. I was gonna, but my question was to you. What's your feeling on Tommy Fam? I, 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 this town are such a bunch of sheep. Yes. That I listen, I get it, okay? And I read Jace Tingler today and hey, he's competitive and he takes everything so serious and you go, "Okay, I like that. That's cool, right? Maybe you need that guy to remind the team, the other 25 guys, that yeah, we had a great offseason, but it doesn't mean anything. You got to go out and win games." So and for all of that is fine and I love it and I get it. I'm a little disappointed when I read about a guy and it sure sounded like in that column, it was a lot of me, me, me. Yeah, that's why I was going to bring it up. My numbers are this, and I'm better than that. And then the line that I thought was like, of course, and it's my free agent year. Yes. And you go, this fucking guy, right? Did you see anything in there that was like, hey, I got to be better for this team, man. Never this team. team went to the playoffs. Never team. Never team. Never once did the guys say, this team went to the playoffs, and I made no contribution. And as a leader, I wish I had I could do more, and I want to do more yes. this year. I wish I was available. I was there yeah. for the right. 
and help these guys out. No, man, I'm, I'm with you 100%. That's why I was going to bring it up. I, it always bothers me when guys who play team sports don't talk about the team. And it always bothers me when guys talk about the free agency year. And that was the quote on the yeah. front of the paper, Dave. I know you only get it online. But the physical paper today, if you open it up above the fold, hey, it's my free agency year. I got to be better. And boy, oh, boy. I don't know. Maybe we make too much no, of it. Oh, dude. What about his line saying the doctor, <laughs> the doctor said if I wasn't so muscular, I yeah. could have died by getting stabbed. Well, so, I'm like, am I supposed to say good for you? Or am I supposed yeah. to say, what the fuck are you doing getting stabbed? <laughs> yeah. I've never been stabbed. I've been to a lot of nudie bars. And you know what? A lot of times I walk out the door and I'm like, yay, that was fun. I never walk out and be like, hey, anybody want to slice me? Anybody want to shank me? I'm going to need 200 plus stitches. Yeah. And I've been going to. If I wasn't so muscular. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? It's like the Joe Rogan bit. It's all round. Yeah. Muscular. <laughs> That's what I thought of every time. That sick Joe Rogan bit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I like so much about this team. But to me, I'm like, look, maybe he comes out and he's the amazing player that we all wanted. Remember, he started off, we were excited. Remember the first week or so, he was stealing bases. Yeah. We're like, all right, this is going to be great. Yeah. And then things started going to shit. Not because of his attitude, just because he wasn't available. Yeah. And he started getting frustrated. But it's just... Like I said, I, I saw that quote first, and I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. You start reading the column or the article, you go, all right, yeah, that's a lot of good things. That's a lot of good qualities uh, that probably this team needs, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty loose group, but to have one guy intense to kind of set the tone, which they, they haven't had in a long no. time. Uh, Kevin Brown was kind of surly like that. But I don't remember Kevin Brown talking about it being his free agent no, thing. And that, he, to me, you go, not. what's driving you? Is it driving you to help this team win the World Series, or is it driving you your contract? You, yeah, are you chasing money? Are you yeah. looking around at Machado and Tatis? Are you jealous? Are you jealous Ooh. of Hosmer? Yeah. I mean, so here's the deal. I thought last year, okay, when when Fam comes in, he's a guy that, as we say, he's all serious and this and that. and. Mm-hmm. He's going to get these guys on board. And that's what Hosmer was supposed to be here for, too. Well, guess what? This team now knows what it feels like to win. Yeah. And this team right now is a different team going into spring training. They look at it as we were almost there, but we have two more steps to take, basically, to get chase our goal. Yeah. And we're only getting better because our best players haven't even hit their prime yet. Yeah. They don't need Tommy Pham. I mean, if they had something, if they were to cut ties with Tommy Pham during the offseason, I 100% would have been fine with it. Because you can go Kim at second base, assuming, I mean, you gave the guy $28 million, Yeah. locked into him, and you go Cronenworth and left. Well, also, they, they re-signed Profar. Yeah. I mean, you didn't you didn't. Ona's not far away. No. And anyway, that's that just my at feeling. $9 million. For a guy, when they made the trade, I'm like, okay, this guy's a winner and a leader. Yeah. Well, he's been a disappointment. He's He hasn't been what we thought he was going to be. The free agency thing drives me a little nuts, man. Yeah. I just hope he doesn't become a distraction. I hope he has that what he's capable of doing. And for that, that means he has to stay healthy. But right now, that was the most ridiculous, I think, interview I've ever seen. Yeah. I I just, oh, he's so competitive. You know, he came out of a spring training game. He struck out. And he he threw his helmet. Oh, my God. This guy's awesome. Put his number up there. We retired Garvey's number. We could retire Pham's number, too. Yeah, I just... It, it sounds like the old, and, and it's not fair to him because yeah. of what he went through. But right now in his Padre career, it's all hat, no horse. Yeah, I'm with you. 
And I'm I'm sick of being told how great the hat is. <laughs> just shit. Just go and play, dude. Go on, be the guy that you were, because he was in Tampa. But uh, enough. But uh, yeah, if I'm looking at that today, yeah. And I don't know what Preller's attitude is, right? They're close. But if I'm looking at that, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Uh, right? Anybody else is like, ah, shit. Oh, my gosh. All right. So to change topics a little bit, we're, uh-huh. as Jeff and I are doing the show, there's a replay of the Dodger Rocky game on. Ned Coletti was doing color commentating. Yeah. Did you hear the Bud Black story he told today? I did not. Okay, so he told a story, and Jeff and I love Bud Black. He used yeah. to come on with us once a week, and it just no matter what happened here, he was, as a person, a great guy. Yeah. Ned Coletti starts talking about Bud Black, and he goes, man, he goes, nobody loves San Diego State more than Bud Black. He goes, that mm-hmm. guy, you'll always see him watching basketball yep. games, and he loves his school, and this and that. And he goes, a matter of fact, when I became GM of the Dodgers, my uh, pick to be the manager of the Dodgers was Bud Black, and he turned him down. I had no idea that when he wow. said it. Wow, was he Bud go, with the Angels? Bud was with the Angels. He was he was front office with the Indians, and he was yeah. pitching coach with the Angels. And Mike Sosha said, "Dude, this guy's really smart. Understands what it takes to build a ball club." And he brings him in. He goes, "Man, he sold me." He goes, "There's not a better human being in baseball than Bud Black." And he goes, "I offered him the job," and he said, "Let me think about it." Then he came back to me and said, "You know what? My kids are too young." He goes, "I'd rather be a good dad than than say and then take this job." He goes, "My turn will come down the road one day." He goes, but yeah. it's, it's not now. And I had no idea that Bud wow. Black was supposed to be the, the Dodger manager. I thought that was kind of interesting. But it just uh, just because it's on, it just looked up, and, and obviously people in San Diego know know Bud Black. It's um it, it, it's interesting. This this Padre team is it, the, the talk, obviously, of the city. It's the most excited we've been about sports in years. Um, but I'm with you. I, you want more access. You want access on the radio. You want access on TV. We want to see what's going on. Um, Paddock today pitched two scoreless innings. Yep. Good for him. That's a good sign for the pods. You know, you can't worry about scores, you know? I mean, no. so so what? I mean, these games are, what, seven innings, and then if a pitcher pitches— They can go as low as five. Yeah. If a pitcher pitches 20 pitches, and they can just go, all right, we're done, flip over. Like, yeah. it could be bases loaded. It happened yesterday in a game. Yeah. Bases loaded. All right, fuck it. We're flipping over. Yeah, just go. <laughs> we're flipping over. And uh, it, it is it, – don't pay attention to the score. Don't freak out the Padres are 0-2, all right? It's not, that's not what's important. Oh, yeah. That's not, no, that's not what they're looking at. Hey, I got to bring this up, and and this is only for Dave and for maybe any of you, the rest of you who are Dodger fans. I'm looking at Justin Turner right now. Yeah. Now, the beard is completely almost gone, right? And his hair is cut shorter. Yeah. But I'll tell you the other thing. I heard him last night on MLB Radio, and I found this really interesting. Signs a two-year deal for $34 million. Yeah. Right? Pretty good dough. Dave, you look at him, and he looks like a different guy. He's lost like 50 pounds, it looks like. He said it's only 15. Really? But he said what he did was his wife changed his diet, and he got rid of carbs, he got rid of dairy, got rid of a bunch of different things. I'm just curious to you as a Dodger fan, when you hear a guy has done that, and thinking about where he's at in this point of his career— do you look at that and you go, hey, man, good for you. It does anything else. Or do you look back to other guys? I'm trying to think. There's somebody who comes to mind that cut a ton of weight. and, and Affected the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's, he it's, said it's, it's only 10 pounds. He yeah. looks, Dave, like he got 25 or 30. It's, He's it's, lean. It's concerning. <laughs> and, and look, you might look great in the mirror, but that's not his playing weight. That's not what – so, so here's the deal. When I coach young kids and all of a sudden they can't hit, and yeah. you go, I go, hey, have you grown? Yeah, I grew it like two inches. 
I go, all right, have you gained weight or lost weight? Like, it, it always asks those questions. Yeah. And they go, yeah, I gained like 15 pounds. Dude, it changes everything. Your center yeah. of balance, what, what, what works for you before because this is your playing weight is different. When you're a kid, it's hard enough because your body's always changing. When you're an adult like like Justin Turner, who's been in the big leagues 10 years, you're going, dude, are you going to be okay? You know, yeah. because you weren't We're hitting. back to 162 yeah. games. Yeah, you weren't hitting. Yeah, good point. You weren't hitting the Aaron Judge home runs. You're the guy that hits the home runs that go in row two. Yeah. Are you going to be able to still knock him over the fence? I don't know. He looks great and good to him for, for he said. He's, he's a different guy. Now, I heard this whole interview. I thought it was really, and I'm not a Justin Turner fan. But he said was he had a completely different commitment to the offseason. And he took away a lot of the pounding on his knees yeah. from running and everything else. Focused on yoga, changed his diet, cut weight, increased his flexibility, did all those kind of things. And so, uh I don't know. I find him to be a really interesting story. And the other reason why, look, he got smoked. He's always been kind of a cool guy. But remember the COVID thing. When he yeah. came back on the field, that was really bad. Then the entire offseason, you heard how the Dodgers weren't played for Nolan Arenado. Yep. And Justin Turner was going to be out. And I just wonder for him, not that he'd ever answer it, but I wonder what that offseason was like. As a guy that always gets credit, we talk about fam. Justin Turner's been that guy that they say for the Dodgers clubhouse keeps everything together, right? Yeah. When you're separating playtime or playing time and guys need their egos massage, they said it's not Dave Roberts who does it. It's, it's Justin Turner. Yeah. But after he got crushed for what he did on the field during the World Series with the COVID, and then here in Arenado, I just wonder, I mean, what his mindset is going into this year. I mean, $34 million is good money, but, boy, they were ready to say adios. No, everybody wants to be wanted and everybody wants to be appreciated. And yeah. you're, you're right. Yeah, up until a few weeks ago, he wasn't even on a team. No. And then here, here you are and you're coming back. There was a story going around that him and his wife do a ton of charity work. And okay. they said last year it was really important to him that he won the Roberto Clemente Man of the Year. Mm. And he didn't get it, and he feels he didn't get it because of the COVID thing, because he went back on the field and put his team at risk. Probably. And they, they said he was really bummed out about it. Like yeah. they said, you know, I, I did a lot of things, and I couldn't have been a better person last year and focused with my wife and I and all these charities, and he didn't get it. He, like he sounded like uh, he was more disappointed about that than anything that has happened to him in his career, even the money that wasn't being offered to him, that he didn't win that award. I thought that was – Kind of interesting. I mean, you like to think whether you're winning a Walter Payton Man of the Year yeah. or Roberto Clemente Award that you're just that guy. You're that kind of person, and whether you win or lose, that's not what impor what's important here. It's the kids and the people who need it. Uh, pretty crazy. I just it's so exciting to have baseball back. Be nice if our local flagship thought it was more important than playing stump the coach. But but what do I know, right? What do I know? Maybe that's the bit that gets all this town talking. Dave, when's the last time you bought a pair of shoes, and where did you go to buy those shoes? Oh, that's funny. Let me think. Last time I bought a pair of shoes, um, man, usually I'd, I'd go like to East Bay. I just go, you're buying on online, yeah, online, always online. But isn't it weird because you can't try them on? You nah, just have no, to. I've been a size 13 for 20 years. You know, 25 years. All right. Uh, so I needed new shoes. Yeah. And. So I load my kids up Saturday night. We've been down in Coronado. I got to tell you, if you were down there, fuck, I was slinging the other day. <laughs> I was slinging it. Slinging the football. Yeah. And so uh, we got in the car and we went down because we're already in Coronado. 
Go to Luigi's in IB. We hit IB. Get a little slice for dinner. And then I went down to the Nike outlet. In, San Isidro? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, I tell you what. There are days when all of us go, man, our, our kids are not really too bright. And this was confirmed for me again Saturday night. When I get off at the last U.S. exit, my son Jack goes, hey, I think they have an outlet mall down here. I go, what else do you think we're goddamn doing? <laughs> Getting tacos? Yeah. We're coming down here to get you a pinata? I go, what the hell do you think we're doing? Christ's sake, stop talking. You're giving me a headache. So uh, <laughs> the first thing, he he's a big Warriors fan. Yeah. So he goes, hey, we should go to the Under Armour store. I go, all right, we'll go check out Under Armour. I go in there, there's five people in there, and all their shoes suck. You can just look at them, and they're like, these are garbage. I go, that's, <laughs> that's why there's, but they're all in Warriors colors. Yeah. If I love the Warriors like he did. So now we go did to. He want, the, did he want them? I told him, I go, listen, this is the game we don't need. Hey, Dad, look at these, they're pretty cool. Not, I don't want these, but these are pretty. We're not doing that. Your mom takes you out, buys shoes. She doesn't buy mine. I need to get a pair of shoes. Go walking around here all hunched over, and uh, it's not getting it done. So now we go to the Nike outlet. Of course, there's nine people lined in to get in, or yeah. lined up to get in. But uh, people working there, so nice. Yeah. They're great. And we get in there, and now you start looking around. And I said this two, three years ago. I never really bought a pair of Air Jordans. Yeah. But I got a pair, and they were like the most comfortable shoes I ever had. They were great. So I said, hey, I don't have to buy you dorks anything. So if they're, I don't know, up to 120, I'll get a pair of Jordans. What the hell happened? My kids are walking around, and they're grabbing these because they're dying. Dave, remember when we would just go in and Jordans were either white or they were all black with the with the red yeah. Jordan logo? Yeah. My son goes, Dad, I think these are you. They're neon green. I go, no. Then there's... <laughs> you said no. Did he yell at them or you just say no? No, he's laughing. He knows I'm not getting those. Then they're the ones that look like somebody took the paintbrush and just flung... Yeah. Like purple paint all over the side of them? Like a Jackson Pollock painting? Yeah. I got, what am I, Usain Bolt? I'm wearing those. Dave got a new stopwatch. It doesn't mean I need those shoes. <laughs> and uh, my son goes, he goes, you know what, Dad? The Nikes may just not be your game anymore. Is that what he said? Yeah. And I oh, go, fuck. God dang. Was he calling you old? Yeah. Oh, shit. But I think what he was doing, if he was taller than me, he would just put his arm around me, right? And said, this might not be your game anymore. Son of a bitch. Because they're selling those shoes like crazy. But then we go yesterday to UTC. I find the perfect, cool Air Jordans. I go, these are great. Like 100 bucks. Okay. I go, hey, you got a 12? 12. Uh, Biggest size we got is a 10. (laughs) <laughs> so you can't so i go well shit i'm not gonna drive to 95 different malls yeah. but he go if you just want to get a pair of jordans you're trying to find a 13 good luck on that <laughs> unless you want neon green but i was like i go shit i told jack and kate so when i left um work tonight yeah i went to hangar 94 in la mesa hangar 94 is this great little shop 
because when I worked for Dan Henderson, Dan and our buddy Nick Albert were all in on Sanooks. Sanook flip-flops, yeah. which are great, and these. Yeah. And so I wear just the slip-on Sanooks because Dan had them, Nick had them. I wear these things till I feel like my discs are herniated. <laughs> so I was able to go in and get a pair of those for like 50 bucks. Okay. That was all tonight. I purged 35 numbers, and then I got a pair of these. But Dave, is that what I have to do now? To get a pair of Air Jordans, I got to go online. I don't even know where to go. Dude, if you wanted the ones that you mentioned right at the very beginning, you're looking at 500 bucks. Those the, ones, those the original neon ones? green? No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're looking at, I mean, they're, they're so fucking expensive. It's man. crazy. They're I crazy saw a great expensive. pair, and I'm so goddamn blind, I can't read anything. And I said to Kate, these are black and white, they're great. I go, what is, what's it saying here? 170. <laughs> like, ah, shit. <laughs> but have you gonna, well, it depends how long you're going to wear them. Oh yeah, they'd last me two yeah, years at least. Well, dude, break it down then. It's you know, think break it down seven hundred days. How much is it then? You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. like, what am I getting my value worth? Seven hundred days. What is that? Five dollars a day? <laughs> is that the math? I think you're right. Shit, that's worth five dollars a day. It, 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 it all depends. They are good, man, aren't they? They, well, they? they are. I mean, I probably have man a shitload of fucking shoes. I gotta have way too many shoes, but I take care of all of them. Like I I wash my shoes all the time. People always go, those are brand new. And but I go, you go no. on eSpay? eSpay, usually. It was what I'll do. Okay. You know? and, dude, How long does it take to get them to show up? Dude, three days. Oh, shit. show up. Yeah, so I just find what I want. You Literally, you can type in the color. You go white Nikes or, or yeah. royal blue. Whatever I just the want fuck Jordans. You want. Yeah, whatever. No. Jordans are harder to find, but yeah. Either way, man, it's... My uh, kids are trying just, to get me, easy. here's the Giannis. Oh, Jesus. Here's the Kyrie. I go, I can't wear Kyrie shoes. <laughs> That makes me crazy. I love Giannis. Here's the funny thing you just brought up. LeBron's about. are kind of cool. When you brought up with shoes is it drives me nuts when I watch an NBA game and guys wear shoes that have nothing to do with the team color that they're wearing. Yeah. And Aztec players do it now, too. Aztec players will wear a color like royal blue. And you're like, what the fuck? There's a what royal blue in Aztec doing? uniform. They do it all the We're time. We're not the Toreros. <laughs> LeBron does it all the time. Really? You're going, Dude, your shoes don't match the Laker uniform at all. What the fuck's going on? But... When I was a kid growing up, our, I always had coaches that everyone had to look yeah. exactly the same. We had to have the same shoes. Our socks had to go up the same distance. Yeah. Everything had to be the same. You weren't above the team, so you dressed like the team does. I tell you what, man. I, I am a huge fan of LeBron. And you mentioned that about the shoes, yeah. right? One of the things that he does is it's 15 grand. It's 15 grand, and every one of those pair of shoes goes up for sale. And if you buy it, you get one sent to you with the COA, and the other one goes on the wall with your name on the plaque at that academy. That's cool. And so, Dave, I, I can't, I don't know this, yeah. but I have seen a handful of them go, and I think part of it is that they're trying to do all of them individual yeah. so that you see your shoe and you go, oh, man, that's it. And it, I think that's incredibly yeah. cool that you look at that and you go, dude, this guy, they're giving back, right? Yeah. Everybody is giving back. And all the people that step up and do it, I, I love what he's doing for those kids. But that's the only thing I was thinking of why that may work for him is that every pair he wears, like I said, you get the one and then yep. the other one goes up on like the wall. It. Dave Palais bought this one. So maybe to make them all look individual, that yeah. might be part of the reason. But I get your point yeah. about uh, no, trying all, to have uh, team colors. Uh, I'm, all, I'm all for it. That's uh, that, that's fantastic. I'm all for it. No, it's um, – man, you, so many things. It's funny you mentioned your back. I mean, so many things are – 
uh, wear things for comfort, and then yeah. you pick the looks. <laughs> not saying you go around wearing nurses' shoes. What I'm no. saying is, dude, it, as the, the older you get, man, you walk around even like hard floors. You're oh, like, you're fuck, done. man, my back hurting. You start, you start to wonder what the hell's that. Is. <laughs> what the hell's that? Um, Sean Walchef just sent me a text saying, "Hey, man, you want to walk tomorrow?" And I was like, "Dude, my back has been locking up all week. Yeah. I can barely get out of the fucking car." <laughs> what are you talking they, about? Uh, at Hangar 94. <laughs> Hanger 94, the guy was great today because he's giving me a pair of these Sanooks. I always just get gray or black. Yeah. And he goes, uh, hey, man, I got, he's a young dude, right? Every other word is dude, bro. And he goes, uh, hey, man, I got him in navy blue. I got not fine. I sold the yacht. Fuck, right, he did. Guys, <laughs> he goes, I think my stepdad wears the navy ones. I go, yeah, he probably does. I go, I'm not wearing that shit. I want to mention this real quick because we, we hyped it. Thursday night, I drove way too far. I thought City of Industry, I thought was right off the 73. All I had to do was do a map. Are you serious? I had no idea what I was getting okay. into. So City of Industry isn't right off the no, 73. Like 10 minutes from downtown LA. <laughs> yeah, it's like half hour north of Anaheim. But Thursday night last week, me and my sons went up there to the drive-in because friends of mine have been working on this movie, 18th and Grand, which is the history of the Olympic Auditorium. The people running this drive-in had absolutely no clue what they're doing is the line took forever for all of us to get in. But so what? Let me tell you about this documentary. The documentary is, were you ever in the Olympic? No. At 18th and Grand? You ever see anything? Oh, yeah. I've driven by it a hundred times. Never been in. Okay. So it tells the story that in the early 50s, it was owned by the L.A. Athletic Club, and the guy who ran the L.A. Athletic Club couldn't figure out what was going on down there. So he sent a woman from his office named Eileen Eaton. He said, hey, go down there and figure out what's going on. She called him 90 minutes later and said, I figured out what's going on. They're robbing you blind. To which the president of the LAAC said, uh, you figured that out in 90 minutes? And she goes, yeah. And uh, he goes, great. Stay down there. You're now running the Olympic." So it's the story of this woman and how she became, every week in L.A., they had, I think it was uh, wrestling on Tuesday night, boxing on Wednesday night, roller derby on Thursday night, every week. And they were on Channel 5, Dick Enberg's yeah. in this documentary, all these people are in it, Roddy Piper's in it, and it tells this story about how Mickey Cohen and the mob tried to move in, and she just ran him, she, Eileen Eaton just ran Mickey Cohen out of the building, but... It was so fun, and I put the link up because people are watching, and I know Jim Betancourt had the chance to watch it yesterday. Dave Roddy Piper told the funniest goddamn story. He was in there telling stories about what it was like, and he told two stories that cracked me up. He said, as you would walk to the ring, they basically walked you right through the crowd. And he said, more often than not, you would walk, and as you got to the ring, you felt down, and your ribs were bleeding. And he said that's because the Mexican wrestling fans would put a knife through the popcorn box and no way. whack you on the way in. So he said they went to the promoter and said, hey, we got to get rid of these seats right here by the walkway. And the promoter said, how come? And he said, because we're getting sliced as you go in. And the promoter goes, well, that's what they're paying for. Wow. And Piper's like, whoa. So they're telling how the fans would throw coins and cups of piss, and all these things in the ring, right? 
So Piper tells his story. He says, man, he goes, I think I started one of the biggest riots in the history of the Olympic Auditorium. He goes, uh, every night I would go to the ring and I would bring my bagpipes. And he said, I get into the ring and they're boo, boo. And he took the microphone, calm down, calm down, he said. We've gotten off on a horrible start. <laughs> and he said, uh, I would like to make it up to all of you. So I respectfully act that you all stand and rise because I'm going to play the Mexican national anthem on the bagpipes. And he said, I look out at the Olympic and he said, I see grandparents and I see mothers holding a baby and there is not a noise to be heard. They're all standing there respectfully. And he goes, I pause. And then I went into La Cucaracha. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And he goes, shit just started flying <laughs> into the ring. I go, that's a Dave Ballet move. This fucking guy, Dave, starts firing up La Cucaracha. He goes, they went nuts. <laughs> Holy shit. I could just go, but... They tell all kinds of great stories about Art Aragon and the yeah. boxing that came through there. A little bit about uh, John Doe from X talks about the punk rock scene. And it was just piss and everything else going on in this place. It is so goddamn great. And uh, it, it's, the, it's the story of Eileen Eaton and what she did in L.A. And so they're hoping at some point to have it available for streaming cool. and everything else. I'll let you know, but it, it was really, really great. You know, I, I heard um, Coming to America 2 is coming out tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. On and Amazon yeah. Prime? And I know um, Eddie Murphy's on with Kimmel and Arsenio are on with Kimmel tonight. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. But it's uh, that's interesting. I, I'd say I love Coming to America. And remember, yeah. they, they got sued. Do you remember that? Arsenio oh, and Eddie McDonald's? Murphy got, no, 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 they got sued because they said they stole the script. Oh, and they they lost. Oh, yeah. they lost a shitload. But I'm curious to know how good is this movie? They say it's everyone that was in the first one is in this one. James Earl Jones is in it. Is uh wasn't wasn't Keenan Ivory Wayans in it? No, you know who it was? It was Eric, Eric LaSalle. Eric LaSalle was in it, and uh, he had the Jerry curl. Yeah, he had the, remember the family all has the deactivated marks on the on the couch when they're trying yeah. to get up. God dang, was that fucking funny. I it was, it was, love that movie. It is. It's a great movie. Anyway, I hope that the next one is fantastic as well. All right. Hey, again, I want to mention Brian Curry. Brian, Jeff mentioned his name earlier. Brian Curry, one of the guys that helps support this show. Look, he's a fantastic real estate agent. If you need someone that you can depend on, again, more than 20 years selling real estate throughout San Diego County. If you're looking for someone to sell your home or you're looking to buy a home in the perfect neighborhood, Brian Curry's the guy you need to talk to. Again, more than 20 years. And look, you don't last 20 years in this business unless you're good and you, people refer to you. Word of mouth is the key. Brian Kerr is your guy, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Well, I didn't know this was going to happen, but shockingly, I came into a boatload of cash today. It's Sweet. not official. I'm sitting at work, and my phone rings, one of these random numbers that pops up. I pick it up, and it sounds like a guy from the Philippines, and he's talking, and there's a woman coaching him on the script, so... I can basically hear both of them. Is this Jeff? Oh, hello. Is this Jeff? I said, yes. We'd like to talk to you about your house. We're wondering if you would like to sell your house. So they go through this whole thing, right? The property at XYZ Main Street. And we are prepared to make a cash offer. And so this was my game today. I said, well, 
Oh, boy. I said, you know, I got to tell you, I raised my kids in that house. A lot of great memories. Got my dog in that house. But you know what? <laughs> I said, uh, I said, you know what? You got a deal. I'll accept the $2 million cash. And the guy just paused. And I go, where do I get the money? Man, this is exciting. $2 million. Who'd have ever thunk it? And the guy, well, we have to. I go, hey, don't backtrack now. That's the offer you made. $2 million cash. This call's recorded. I heard you say it. And the guy is backtracking. He's all mad. I go, you sandbagging sailor. You <laughs> called me and got my hopes up for $2 million, And now you say that deal's not the right deal? God damn it. I just look up on it. People in your office down laughing. Yeah, they think I'm psychotic. They think I need they think I need shock therapy, I think. Sadly, Brian Curry will not call you with those kind of offers because he's actually legit. But as you drive around, we found new places that are incredible. We have determined as much as I love IB, Dave, I'm moving yeah. out of IB. I'm moving up to Golden Triangle. Because there's a park that we go, and we throw the football, and there's these condos. They look like they're – it's not far from Costa Verde. People know that center. And it looks like these condos are about 30 stories high. And I like them because every balcony looks like the the balcony is about 25 yards long, sweeping (laughs) views. I said, you know what, guys? Fuck it. We're going to move in there. I'll try to get moved in by 4th of July. So if you want to be my neighbor, what do those places go? I just made $2 cash today. Same thing. I didn't even tell Vita. I just sold the fucking place right from under. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I haven't lived there in two years. Um, but yes, if you want to find a legit house in a legit neighborhood without somebody coaching you on what to do, uh, give Brian Curry a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Dude, the other day I had uh, had a new security system put into this house with mm-hmm. I have cameras around the place, but it goes you know to my phone. Yeah, kind of oh, like, yeah, nice. like the, the ring. ring thing, but yeah. no, it's not ring. But I have them through around around the house. Okay, okay. So if somebody walks up to the garage door or walks near my cars, whatever, it activates my phone. Nice, but I, but I can talk back to them. Oh, nice. So, so it did. It's been the greatest thing the last few days. All of us can do it. So, like yeah. Josh is at the beach. I'm at home watching fucking spring training baseball, yeah. and both of us. I didn't know it at the time. I was screaming, "Hey, get the fuck out of here!" Who was and, it? <laughs> don't know that's the best i didn't recognize who it was and then he's like hey did you see that i go yeah i was telling him get the fuck out he goes me too we (laughs) where's the speaker fuck i don't i didn't put the system up but we can talk to anybody through these cameras oh i love it but it's like i'm just like i didn't even put the couch down like i have the my my feet up yeah dogs he's at the beach saying the same thing get the fuck out of here why are you getting so close to the truck get the fuck out of here just yell at everyone (laughs) So fun. It, 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 it's, it's been a blast. I've had a great time. Do you want to you hear my other? I don't know what's the matter with you. Maybe I do need shock therapy. <laughs> so, I got to tell you this one. Then we'll get to Dan and to Pfluger. So, uh, so in Toronto, where I go, there's a city called Mississauga. Yeah. Mississauga is kind of north, and it's away from the city. And then I have a friend who lives down in the very nice part called the Beaches, right? The Beaches feels very much like La Jolla... Like a casual, maybe more like Del Mar, right? Not, not very nice, but no attitude, right? Yeah. So my friends in the beaches always badmouth Mississauga. Well, I love it because I stay up there. It's close. There's cool restaurants. 
So anytime I get a call or I talk to anybody from Mississauga, I always bring up the fact that the people at the beaches are bad-mouthing. <laughs> so, but Dave, I changed the game today, and it was so good. It, I played this so good, it made me so excited. So I'm chatting with this guy. He goes, hey, uh, Jeff? I go, yeah. He goes, hey, it's Chris in Mississauga. I go, Chris, what's going on? So we're just chatting. We're BSing. And I go, Did I, I told you my doctor lives down at, the beaches, right? And I don't like how she talks about Mississauga. He goes, are you in Toronto? No, no, I'm in San Diego. And I just, I'm just fucking reeling him in. Yeah. Nicest guy going. He goes, but your, uh, your doctor's at the beaches? I go, you know what, Chris? I kind of feel like it's the same thing. I go, look, it's a long story. But it's like if you have a dentist or yeah. a mechanic. Yeah. Or a doctor, you find a good one, you don't want to give them up. And I go, that's the case here. So we just make it work. And this son of a bitch without missing a beat goes, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I told a friend of mine, I go, this poor guy just minding his own business now thinks anytime I have a doctor's appointment, I got to find my passport yeah. and fly eight miles or uh, eight hours, <laughs> right, to get anything. Get a hernia checkup. <laughs> no, anyways, I'm sorry to be such a jerk, but yeah, I convinced the guy today. I like it that my doctor lives in. Oh, I hear you. That's good. <laughs> I'm gonna be better by Wednesday. <laughs> hey, look at the weather right now. The oh. weather has been absolutely fantastic. We have one more day of rain that I can see coming up on Wednesday, and then after that, it looks like man, summertime is here. Look, San Diego weather has been perfect. You wish you had that pool. What are you waiting for? Taylor DeMade Pools. Alan Taylor is standing by. You make your backyard a staycation. You know what it's like to have your own pool. You're the place everyone wants to go and hang out with because you can do everything in that backyard. Call Alan Taylor, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Uh, you heard it tonight. Comic-Con canceled. Back to virtual. So what does that tell you? Not everything is going to be back to normal by summer as you hoped. So why not make that call right now? Do not wait any longer. Yes, we are slowly but surely finding ways to get life back on track, but it's not going to happen nearly as quickly as we all would like it. So why not reward yourself? You're probably not going to see a concert this year. You're probably not going to see a movie this year. The Aztecs are still a year away. So take that money that you were going to spend and put it into a brand new pool. And that way you go, shit, I don't care if it's 21, 22, or 23 before life comes back. I'm just hanging out here in the backyard and life is great. I've got a new special tonight. Okay. For the first 15 people that call and have cash offer, Amy's like, I said seven. I said, oh, I said 15. <laughs> Tell Alan you want Labatt's on draft as part of your pool. Yes. That seems like it should be easy enough, Dave, right there, right by the diving board. I'm with it. And tell Alan to throw in 25 red solo cups. It's a Dave and Jeff special for tonight. Man, I can't think of anything better than just pouring an ice cold Labatt's, ice cold Molson, and then show everybody your uh, unique style when you yell cannonball and hit the water. Ron Burgundy style. Make sure there's water in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Jesus, right by the diving board. What the fuck? Maybe you have that full of Molson. It's the only pool where you can drink the water. I like it. Like, I need to carry one of those little mini tape recorders don't when these say, ideas come to mind. Don't they say you'll sink because of the yeast and shit if you fill a pool full of hey, uh, beer? 
Take it easy, Bill Nye, okay? No, do Don't you... stop showing off your San Diego State no, education. Have you ever seen that movie Beer Fest? No, we you had those seen... guys yeah, on we had them in 1090. They were up. cool as hell. That didn't mean I watched the movie. The guy drowns because he falls on a big thing of beer and he can't swim in it because the yeast keeps bringing him to the bottom. No. Yeah. Well, Godspeed. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, my gosh. Kyle Fluke is your guy for that website. Look, if you're thinking about building the website, why not? Look, you want to figure out a way to make money. Tax season's coming up just around the corner, and you're thinking, shit, I've been really fucked over the last 365 <laughs> days. How am I going to make some money? Kyle Fluke is your guy. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Well, we'll check out East Bay tonight since I can't find shoes anywhere in San Diego. <laughs> I got to tell you somebody who runs an unbelievable website. You know who it is, Dave? It's our close friend, Lisa Ann. Yeah. Because I had a buddy of mine mention to me the other day. He said, uh, hey, man, she is cool, as you guys said. I go, she really is. Yeah. I go, you can't. People are going to have their preconceived notions of who she is. Whatever. I can just tell you, and I know Dave would back me up on it. Uh, she's incredibly cool, and she's been great for this show. So my buddy's like, wow, the whole thing. So I go, do me a favor. Fire me your address. I bought him a book. Okay. I don't ask for anything free. I bought him a book. I sent her a message. I go, hey, uh, I bought this for a buddy of mine. Keep an eye out for it. Today, I get an email. It's already packed out, tracking the whole thing. Like, I sent it to her. I mean, she's traveling. She's yeah. doing 95 different radio shows. Signing it, he'll have it in like two days. Nice. And I mean, you know it. I know it. She's as driven and as crazy as it gets. But if you're not that way, it could be that your website's not performing at the level you need it to. I ordered something the other day on a Friday. On Saturday, I got an email with tracking and then I got delivery notifications. It's unbelievable. That's yep. what people expect right now. And if you don't have the ability to deliver it, boy, you better find a way to do so. Let Kyle help you find your way. Absolutely. Look, Dan Williams is the guy you want to talk to when it comes to how you're going to spend your money, how you're going to save your money. What does the future have for you? Dan Williams can walk you through the process. Again, so many people looking to get out of debt. That's not a joking matter. A matter of fact, Dan can help you buy your first house as well. Look, tomorrow is Tuesday. If you're listening to the show yep. tonight when we release it, don't forget Go to YouTube, Borrow Smart, Two Minute Tuesday, Understanding Your Cost of Debt. Again, Dan Williams is your guy. I'll give you tips right there for free. And Dan is a guy you want to call. And if you have any questions at all, so many people have said, look, I'm calling Dan because you guys told me to and it was the best call I made. When it comes to money, it can be extremely stressful. Why don't you call Dan, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. All right. I told you last week I bought that sound bar. Yeah. Plugged it in. Could you hook it up? That was hard for me to hook up. Yeah, I, pl I plugged it in, but then it looked like the old-fashioned karate movies where the sync, uh, the dialogue wasn't in sync with the guy. I I did the smartest thing. I brought it back. I brought it back because <laughs> the next day I looked at my credit card statement, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? And it's exactly what Dan says, borrow smart, repay smart. And I hadn't done neither of those things. And when I looked at it, I was talking to my sons about it. I go, that was just dumb. And luckily, I had a valid excuse. I'd only had it for two days. But then when that comes off your credit card statement today and you're able to pay a minor amount and everything's back zeroed out, you go, yeah, that's exactly the way you do it. And 
Yeah, you just got to be kind of smarter in the things you're doing. So last week I was all excited, and two days later I go, no, that was just <laughs> that was just stupid. And one of the reasons why I'm able to see things that way is because of what Dan has said in his deal. And yeah, ultimately I want to buy a house and keep that credit score maintained, have the money available to do it. So I'm uh, being a little smarter with the purchases I made, not doing stuff for fun, doing stuff for necessity, Dan will teach you the way to do it, 858-688-6813. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? It is March 1st. Got a big one for you right here. We're going okay. Justin Bieber. Is it his birthday today? It is his birthday. Happy birthday to my friend Nicole Ruman. So this one is very it's funny. Fun. I have a couple friends' birthdays. Today. Yeah, Justin Bieber. I don't know if she knew it was his birthday, but this is <laughs> funny. Uh, I'm going to say he's 28. 27. 27. I'm going to say $400 million. $285 million. Damn. Yeah, kind of crazy. All right, here's a guy that I think a lot of us, if you didn't know him before, you definitely knew him within the last year. It's Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Uh, Don Lemon's always pissed. Always mad. How's Chris Cuomo's week going? Oh, my gosh. We'll get to that in a second. Don Lemon is 50 today. 55. Really? Yep. Shit. Uh, let's say he's $10 million. Very close. $12 million. He makes $4 million a year, though, now. Damn. Not bad at all. Yeah. All right. Here we go. He's not with us anymore. It's Alan Thick. Alan Thick. I'm going to say he's 74. Exactly right. And $15 million. $40 million. No kidding. Yeah, $40 million. I don't know. Did him and Gloria Loring make all that money? I don't know what the fuck happened. Didn't he write, did he write the Facts of Life theme song? He wrote a bunch of them. I think he did different strokes. He did a shitload of them. Dude, that's funny. Yeah. He seemed uh, like a cool dude. He did. Too bad he didn't live longer. Nope. All right, here we go. Last one. Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Remember when Ron, it always freaked you out. Like, he was older than everybody thought, right? Yeah, he had that weird brother. Clint? <laughs> God, real puss sound. When's the last time you ever said that about anybody? That's funny. <laughs> uh, Ron Howard, 68. Uh, oh, 67. Wait, wasn't Clint Howard in Gentle Ben? Yeah. God dang. Ugly as fuck, dude. God damn. <laughs> yeah, man. He's, he's a nutcase, man. All right. Ron so, Howard seems like a good dude. Clint's crazy, dude. Where is Clint? Uh, uh, last time I saw him, he's like in The Water Boy. He's a huge, like, Trump guy. Is he? Yeah. Uh, Ron Howard, $300 million. $200 million. Damn. $200 million. All right. Okay. Wait, what, what were you going to tell me a story? Uh, about Clint? No, you were going to tell me a story before. It was, uh, ah, fuck. Was it Don Lemon you're about? Oh, no, Cuomo. Oh, dude. Now, you heard, you heard Andrew Cuomo yes. the, on- The uh, shitstorm that's going through right now? Yeah. Wow, man. Wow. You know what's funny? Well, nothing's funny about it. But remember everyone was saying, man, he should run for president. Yeah. But went in the landslide. Yeah. Did you see it the picture? It would all go to shit right now. Did you see the picture tonight on social media no. where he's holding the one woman by her face? <laughs> and she's the newest one that came out? God damn. I don't know, Dave. I, I mean, it, it's all political. But ultimately, he's got kids, the whole thing, yeah. right? I, I just, I'm a karma guy. So I, ugh. Just crazy shit, man. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. I have a few random questions. Okay, I'm, I'm ready for Random, they're just all over the fucking place. Okay. Who's your favorite Gumble, Bryant or Greg? Oh. Uh, Bryant. Really? 
Bryant to me. I'll say Greg because I always feel bad for Greg. <laughs> Greg seems like he's just digging life. Like Greg, if you ended up, it's funny. Bryant's my favorite. I think he would be on a cross country flight. I think the conversation with him would be really cool. I think with Greg cross country, you just laugh your ass off because Greg strikes me as a guy that has stories on everybody, but it's only going to tell them to like, like, yeah. like Greg knows the code. Yeah. I always feel like Bryant would talk down to me. Like Bryant, to me, See, I don't think, I don't think he would. Else. Yeah. I don't think he would, but I say this man, why Brian Gumble is the guy. Sadly, it goes back to nine 11 and you were at doing Ted show I was home. I was watching CBS. He was hosting CBS this morning at that point. And uh, first plane hits. I think you called and a couple other people called. And so I get up. I start watching. Second plane hits. And he's talking to people downtown or, or in Midtown. They're kind of going through everything, saying, and he's very calm, very collected. And then they showed the shot of the Pentagon. I've said this yeah. a thousand different times. When, when they showed that shot, his whole tone changed, and I'll never forget it. He said, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. And when he showed that, I, I immediately knew, whoa, this is bad. And to me, Dave, it, with all respect to Greg, if a broadcaster is able to impact you like that and yeah. go, wow, he's, he's affected, so now I'm affected, then I go, that guy's really good. I, I'm, I'm heartbroken because real sports used to be such a great show on HBO with Bernard Goldberg, Frank DeFore, Jim Lampley, Armin Katayan. God, it's so it's boring terrible. now. It's every so bad. bad. I still tape it every month and I fast forward and go, this is shit. Oh, it's just so bad. And I don't know why on HBO Max they don't have access to the 20 years of that show. Where's yeah. the library? I swear to God, you and I could produce that show. And uh, it's just awful. Break, you could break down the three stories and the people we care about. Yes. If you gave me fucking Mike Trout. Deshaun right. Watson and and, Steph and a broadcaster, Curry. whatever. Yeah. yeah, but fuck, man, it was it's about chess and swimming and Ugh. all kind of climbing mountains all the fucking time. Yeah, some guy. <laughs> Here's Bart. He's got a hook. Well, I was climbing in Nepal, <laughs> and all of a sudden, the saber tooth ate my hand. Shit, what happened? Well, I can't play ping pong anymore. <laughs> and that da da da. John, does he like his life today? Well, BG, you know, he can't eat chicken nuggets. Okay, we move on. <laughs> I, but I, I like Brian Gumbel. I think he's cool. That show was dog shit, It did. Fuck, it was good. You're right. Jump the shark. It was, it was good. All right. Would you rather date a 40-year-old or a 60-year-old? Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it depends on who they are, right? Okay, let's say they both have the same personality. How old's uh I think I'm going, I think, Dave, I've always, I think I'm going 60. Really? I've always gone older. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's time to change it up. Yeah, I've always gone older. I'm trying to think of anybody I know who's turning 40. Do you know anyone turning 60? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just remember when I was a kid, right? So you do that math, you go, oh, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm going 60. <laughs> Where are you going? 
going 40. All right. Without a doubt. All right. Well, 35 was up here. I'd be picking 35, too. Yeah. I guess it depends on who they are. Someone said to me this weekend that they're uh, that they're filling out like dating profiles. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> all that. So uh, two stories I heard. One was a friend who's a female was filming okay. out, filling out a dating profile. Okay. And she was paired up with a guy who was at the ball game I was watching. Okay. Wow. And she hates that fucking guy. And right. They, they matched, and she didn't know he was there. And she said, "Can you believe I was fucking hooked up with that asshole?" <laughs> And he's all of a sudden, what the fuck's that supposed to mean? And right she there. turns around and he's right there. Oh, my God. That's well, crazy. It was hilarious. Um, Great. <laughs> two yeah. is, um, I, I was thinking about it. I said to my buddy who's, who's happily married, I said, fuck, dude, if I filled out a dating profile today, it would be like, you better just love to not go anywhere and just watch a shitload of yeah. baseball. Because, yeah, just sit there. <laughs> and throw away I, cigar butts. That's where I've been. That's it. That's where I've been over the last year. Yeah, be great. <laughs> it hasn't been so bad. All right, last one. Which Padres player are you most concerned about in 2021? Cronenworth, Grisham, or Myers? Fam was on here, but since we talked about Fam, one of those three: Cronenworth, Grisham, Myers. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Cronenworth. That's funny. From, and I know it seems like the organization is too. Otherwise, they wouldn't have signed Kim. Well, no, I think, Dave, I think they signed Kim thinking that Cronenworth can go to left if they unload FAM. And you listen to guys like fucking Paul who ripped the shit out of him saying he wasn't good after a while. I hate that. You know what? If we can't have guys on the morning show where we're trying to set the tone for the day, being supportive of our team, then maybe we find a new guy to do that job. <laughs> And I know Megan supports me on that. 100%. Poor Paul. I freaking love Paul. Paul did not say that. You sandbag him no, all the not. time. It's in the goddamn lineups. I even fucking screenshotted it. Those fucking assholes with their goddamn story. I, I think was they. Was it Paul that did it? Or was it, was, there are two guys that fucking turned their back on him. Woods did too. Ah, fuck Woods. Guys, <laughs> guys, guys, guys sleep deprived. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I don't even know what to say. I just feel bad for it. Hold on. I got it right. Don't you think Cronenworth's going to left ultimately? Or Ona? Okay, yeah. Fucking Paul, dude, threw him right to the side. He has Kim as the second baseman every day. God dang it. Yeah. Well, he's really big on the KBO. Yeah, Woods was the only one that liked Crow. Oh. Ben ben didn't even like him either. Well, those guys are up early. They have that KBO fantasy league. (laughs) <laughs> for me it's Grisham I'm not sold on Grisham I don't know why really I, I think Grisham is a much better player when he bats lower in the lineup than batting oh off. okay let me do this real quick or do you want uh, where are we at right we're now we're done how many yeah. minutes have we gone yeah uh, an hour 23 alright let's get the hell out of here and then on Wednesday write yourself a note over there okay like the last one I wrote about sporting events you've been to that everyone wrote in and then you fucking you never brought it back up on the okay, show Okay, yeah, again. write that one down too. That'll give us two things. Been up here the whole time. Yeah. Okay, that one. But on Wednesday night, Dave, what I and this is going to take too much time to to wrap with here. So it'll be the one time where we actually promote things. I think this team has five guys that could hit six, seven, eight. I don't know that you have guys on this team that can hit four or five. Dude, I'm with you. And to me, that's a huge concern. Yeah. When I'm doing this lineup, and again, yeah. we'll get into it more on Wednesday night. But when you're coming from the bottom of the lineup, yeah. and I'm going Nola's at eight, Hosmer's at seven, 
New right? Hosmer at seven. I think it's supposed to bat four this year. Yeesh. <laughs> right? And then you're going Cronenworth at six. And then I'm like, Myers doesn't want to be any higher. So now no. you go, shit. Now Myers has to go six. So where's Cronenworth? Five? <laughs> Does that mean Hosmer's four? Where are we putting Grisham? Because if you want Tatis to hit two, Machado three. I like Tatis one, but yeah. Yeah. I do. I, okay, so again, sabermetrics tell you you put your best hitter at two and your second best hitter at four, but the Padres don't do that. I wouldn't do that either. I'd, I'd put Tatis and Machado back-to-back every time. Who had that story? I, I'll give yeah. full credit where it goes, but somebody had a great story about Bonds saying that, his MVP year that Pittsburgh had oh God, I love this story. Pittsburgh had always had him leading off. Yeah. And he became an MVP when he moved to third in the lineup. And he and he said he lost his shit. He couldn't believe. I loved it. And I wish I could think of whose guest had this. Uh, either Darren had a guy or or Stephen Ben had a guy. It was really good. Yeah. But they said that uh the Bonds lost his mind and said, Why was Pittsburgh batting me leadoff? I should have been hitting third the whole time, and yeah. he became an MVP. So if you're going Tatis 2, Machado 3, right? Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You're not, who, who else? So that's it. We'll save that for Wednesday. Okay. But, but I think if we're honest and we're looking at this lineup, knowing what we saw last year with Myers, that he wants to hit six, I mean, look, if Fam gets back to normal and you go, okay, Fam can hit, maybe Fam's your four. Yeah, if you do fam forward, you got three righties in a row. That's the only thing. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about it on Wednesday night. All right. We'll be back on Wednesday, everybody. So let's stay.